Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, where we bring you stories that delve into the science and spirit behind intriguing people doing extraordinary things. Welcome to the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, episode 105. Coming to you live from Dave's hotel room this time. We were hoping to get him out on the road today, but it was just a little windy and we probably wouldn't have heard a word the man said. So mm-hmm. he is about 150 kilometers west of Winnipeg. For any of you who know geography in Canada, he's close to Brandon, Manitoba. For most of us, we have no idea where that is other than somewhere mm-hmm. across the country. 47 days 20 more to go. Dave, how the heck are you feeling? Yeah, Joe, uh, number one, thanks for uh, asking. Um, I'm doing great. Um, Again, last week, we talked about kind of the essence of of all of this, Um, you know, my excitement, my, you know, keen energy, um, all those things. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm still doing well. I've had uh, a whirlwind week, um, which I'm pretty excited to tell you about. Um, there has been a lot of things that have happened. Um, I've adapted, which, you know, every step, every step of the way, whenever I feel like I'm adapting um, and end up making a good choice and can kind of weave and bend around real significant obstacles, I find that I just get stronger. Um, I, I find that I'm more capable and, 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 um, and build some confidence out here. Um, if I haven't already found the confidence, I'm finding it every step of the way out here and in, in through Manitoba. So, you know, this past week has been an incredible week. I, I, I broke away from the monstrous province of Ontario. Um, Ontario took me 20 days of 105 Ooh. to 107 kilometers a day to get through that monstrous province. Just do the math on that. It's it's bigger than most countries in the world, um, right. way, way bigger than most countries in the world. And when I when I ran into the province of, of Ontario, you know, there are kilometer markings on the side of the road. And what they do is they count down. And, huh. you know, as you come into a province, it, it you know, like the province of Manitoba, it said 490 kilometers. And then the next one says 489 and 488 and 400. And so that's what we have in Canada. We have kilometer markings. Um, I came into Ontario and it said 2,160. And every kilometer you saw a countdown, which like it wasn't, it wasn't easy to see, but you know, I was so happy on the final day when I was leaving Kenora that uh, I saw it go down from 25 down to 10, down to five and finally won. And I got out of the province of Ontario and into the province of, of Manitoba. So that was probably my biggest um, thing that happened this past week is is the big, big province of Ontario. I defeated it. I slayed it. I, I did well. I, I, I ran well consistently every day. And I knew that was going to be the hardest part of my run. It's remote. Uh, there are 100 miles in between every town and every town has about a thousand people in it. Uh, there are more moose up here than there are people. Yeah. Um, but I did it. I got through it. Congratulations. Oh, I, you know, thank you. Thank you, Joe. And I I feel so great about it. Um, but last time we ended up talking, uh, we ended up uh, recording our, 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 our interview on the Thursday morning. Yeah. 
And only about two, three hours later, I was running along and um, my crew member, Matt Shepard, uh, was running along with me. He ended up parking the vehicle and running back and, and he was running along with me. Thank goodness. And there was this really weird overpass where there was an elevated portion, which was really narrow. And then there was rumble strips to the side of it, which was really confusing of, okay, where do I, where do I go here? And I decided to go up onto the, 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 you know, the elevated portion, which was about six inches higher than, than the rumble strips. And all I remember was Matt saying, oh my goodness, man, look at, look at that view. And the next thing I, re I remember is Matt has, is holding me up underneath my armpit and we're, we're walking and he's on the phone with 911. Oh, and, oh, I know. And I'm just fuzzy and dazed and confused and wondering what the hell just happened. And Matt gets off the phone with 911 and I ask him to, to sit down. He says, Dave, I, I think you're going to be okay, but you lost consciousness back there. You fell, you know, and hit your, your head, uh, amongst other things, my ankle and my knee and, and on and so forth. Um, but, you know, within probably five or 10 minutes, we started running again and got back to the vehicle. And that day took a long time to get through because there was, you know, a lot of fuzzy parts of that day where, you know, you, you had to take the time to, to make sure you were okay. Yeah. And, you know, I got done that day. Um, I didn't push it to 107 kilometers. I pushed it to 105, but I was very, very proud of myself to still get through the 105. Oof. And even though it took me an extra two hours because of the fall, mm -hmm. um, I got through it. I came back to the hotel room and I got some sleep and I was back out there the next day. It's a miraculous recovery. Uh yeah, I know you did post some pictures up on uh, Instagram and some Facebook stuff. And we saw that you banged just around your eye, you had a cut. And then the rest of you, we all know that when we fall on something hard like concrete, you know, it sort of messes us up, not just for that day, but following days. Did you have a lot of yeah. soreness um, coming out of it? Yeah, I ended up posting a pretty, you know, brutal photograph of you know, blood coming down my eye and down my face and you know I've got a pretty good opening around my eye and and a bit of a black eye um yeah my head felt you know felt bruised uh, my whole body felt bruised like you know I, I got into a bit of a car crash um and you know I was pretty arrogant and I was pretty ignorant as well too because I thought you know no I I don't feel any nausea i don't feel any of the the symptoms that you know i am immediately think of you know post-concussion syndrome but it wasn't the next day but it was the following day which would have been the saturday um i woke up that morning and there was a pretty vicious headwind and pretty vicious rain and it was cold as well too and you know, Joe, I've gone through worse rain. I've gone through worse wind. But for whatever reason, I was so angry. And I was cursing and screaming at the wind, at the vehicles coming by. For the first time in this, during this run, in the last 47 days, I felt truly out of control. Mm. I felt like 
I was losing it. Uh, I was in tears. I was angry. I was frustrated. I felt like quitting. And I kept thinking, yeah, but Dave, this doesn't make any sense. You, 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 you've been through way worse. You know, why is this breaking you? But then on the other hand, my feelings are my feelings. Um, this is breaking me and, 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 and it's breaking me. So, so that's that. Um, Matt, my crew, didn't know what to do. You know, Vera, our filmmaker, she was looking at me. She didn't know what to do either. And again, I just got through the day. Um, it was not easy, but yet I felt like quitting every single step of the way. And, you know, it was, it, it was, it was the most incredibly frustrating kind of out-of-body experience I've almost ever felt because I knew that what I was thinking and feeling didn't make any sense. But yet, you know, there, there were my thoughts and feelings that were, that were, that were going gangbuster and I didn't have any way of controlling them. A couple of days later after that, I ended up talking to my sports psychologist on the phone. And when I told her about the fall and then I told her about my behavior two days later, you know, she reminded me that Dave, um, you have a complex concussion. And she said, there are certain parts of your brain that when you have a complex concussion, basically you eliminate your brakes. You're a vehicle and you, and you, and you lose your, the ability to, you, to, 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 to use your brakes. And so, you know, ultimately what happens there is you're, you're like a 12 year old child. You, you lose control. You can't yeah. have a reasonable response to reasonable or, or unreasonable things. Right. Um, it, and it made all the sense in the world because I, I know even on the phone with Lana, my girlfriend, you know, she said over the last couple of days, she said, you know, Dave, your mood was so temperamental. She would say something and I would, I would get offended. Yeah. Or I would get mad or I would get frustrated. I would, I would lose control. I would get, you know, jealous for reasons that I had zero reasons for being jealous about. I would be, I would be angry for reasons that, you know, would only anger, you know, a 12 year old child. I was having literal temper tantrums. Mm -hmm. And so hearing that from my psychologist, I thought, you know what, that actually makes sense. So what she told me, Joe, was that, you know, Dave, you have to acknowledge, number one, that you have no brakes right now. And if you have no brakes and you're driving along, what do you do? And I said, okay, you look in advance to see what's going on so you can adapt early. You can, you can gear down you know, in the vehicle to slow yourself down. You can, you, there's a lot of things you can do. And she said, perfect. You have to be prepared and acknowledge the fact that your brain isn't functioning fully. And that's a strange thing, especially during something as mental as this. Yeah, it's tough. Mm. And, and, you know, well, I'm sure, Dave, you know, there's people listening, one who, you know, sort of feel terrible that you fell and you got hurt. So, you know, we appreciate everyone's sort of sympathy for how you feel, because we know that they can't say it directly, but I'm sure that they all wish mm. that didn't happen. And then I'm <laughs> sure, Dave, and we probably should talk about this a little bit, but that many of them are saying, well, why would you keep going, Dave? You know, like, mm. that hurt. 
you're you're not doing well and there's something happening. Uh, I think, you know, we've both been through this, you know, uh, I won't dig out my old stories of, you know, getting back up after falling, but uh, how do how do how do you want to respond to that? You know, why mm -hmm. why do you keep going? You know, I think there's a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of reasons why you keep going. Um, number one, you know, I'm I'm taking a look. I'm, I'm managing and monitoring my symptoms. Okay. And you know, if they're worsening, and, and I do have time, I'm going to break the Trans Canadian speed record by you know six days. Uh, I can stop and take an entire day off to monitor this and, and to get to get some help. They say concussions don't get better until you rest, right? But, you know, during a speed record attempt like this, I don't have time to rest. And I'm, I guess I'm very, very lucky as well, too. It wasn't worse. But, you know, Joe, during runs like this, and I know that you know this and probably a lot of our um you know, a lot of our listeners who do things like this uh, would understand is that you never ever come out of an event like this unscathed. Right. Um, you know, my knee right now, I'm pretty sure there's a, you know, a ligament strain or a tear. Um, I can't turn my knee and I can't turn my body and look back one way or else I get this searing pain in my knee, which is okay because I have to run straight forward. So I have to really pay attention on keeping that linear line. Um, my, my right little toe you know, there's no question it's broken. Um, but you know, it's okay. It's, it's searing pain every step, but it's just pain. Um, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but my goals are so much more grand than, you know, momentary pain, um, or momentary dysfunction or discomfort. And so, you know, if it was something that was going to limit, um, me down the road, um, you know, like in 2018, when I had my, my herniated disc and, and, you know, right around, right around here in, in Manitoba, I, I end up having cauter equina. And so, you know, that, you know, really starts limiting internal function. And that was, that was real trouble and I had to stop, but this is, none of this is, 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 is going to limit me long-term, um, and I'll be fine in the end. So maybe I'll just throw in a thought and you can comment, which is, you said this in a slightly different way, which is I set out to do something that's going to push the envelope of human performance. Mm -hmm. um, this isn't sort of a normal activity. And there are, if there's anyone listening who thinks they could do this, I would certainly love to meet them. But, you know, I've done big stuff and I would never imagine this. You're at that. The outer edge, and we're going to get P. Kostelnik on next week. Finally, mm -hmm. him, and he knows what that means. And so, I think we're going to have a very interesting conversation. But when one sets out to, do, to go out to the outer edge of both human performance and performance is not just physical; it's mental; it's everything, right? Emotional. Mm -hmm. It would be expected that some big strain along the way would pass through the system, and has to be both accepted and processed and dealt with, and Hopefully we have the right, you know, sort of oversight to make sure that you're not doing anything that's completely dangerous. But but it, it is in the consideration that you had when you started, right, that these kinds of moments would happen, correct? I mean, and you knew that. And so 
it isn't that's something you would wish for or wanted to have happen, but it isn't sort of the reason why you would stop yet. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we're we're all we're all pretty reasonable people here. And if something was going to limit me long term, if something was going to be damaging long term, and you know, Joe, you're you're a father. I'm a father as well, too. And we have responsibilities to people outside of ourselves. And yeah, I would never do anything uh, long term that I, I really do believe that that is going to be you know negatively affecting others. But this is not that. You're right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was very well said, and I agree. I agree fully with that. So there's 20 more days to go. So in mm-hmm. one way, it's like, wow, I'm way past the midpoint, but I still got a reasonable amount mm-hmm. to go. Um, some of your systems are working great, right? You still, I think, if I got it right, you're eating some pierogies tonight. You're eating well, right? Still considering that's oh, yeah. fuel. This doesn't happen. So that system's working, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. The fueling system is phenomenal. Um, you know, my hydration with um, you know the performance tea endurance is is spot on. Um, yeah, my my not you know my 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 fueling my you know what I want to eat. Um, I'm not really getting sick and tired of of any one fuel. You know, Joe, I'm 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 definitely craving uh, more fatty foods. Yeah. Then, um, then carbohydrates, like, oh, yeah, I love pierogies, but I'm dipping it in a white sauce, which is ultimately like butter, you know, flour and, and cornstarch, which is like the fattiest thing ever. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Um, yeah. Like all systems are a go, you know, That's there's awesome. not one system that is imploding onto itself. And how many, uh, how many pairs of sneakers have you gone through? Oh, I think I'm on the eighth pair. Yeah. So I've got 12 and I'll go through all 12. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, by the time that they are, they're cooked at the, at the time that they're, you know, 600 kilometers or, or, you know, 400, 450 miles. Yeah. They, they look worked over. They're, <laughs> they're, they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty rough. Um, yeah, no. So I'm going through quite a few. It's uh, it's, it's, it is, it is interesting. I, I even, you know, today, is uh with during with our recording i know it's being aired on 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 the first which is also keep in mind uh july 1st is canada day so i get to run on canada's birthday yay uh tomorrow which is amazing but you know i've um this is the last uh, day of the month in 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 june and um i you know i looked on strava today and and i think my monthly total is three thousand. 160 kilometers or something which is way further than anybody else in the world right now you know for a monthly total <laughs> um, which is so so cool unless Pete Kostelman yeah. ended up signing up for a Strava challenge I think it might be a Strava world's best um it could well be but we'll have I to... can't imagine anybody else you know putting up putting up something like that no um yeah so you know all systems are a go you know it's we're in this incredible flow state out here and we found a system that works. I'm sticking to it. You know, we're getting enough sleep. We're getting enough fueling. You know, even, you know, our filmmaker here, Vera, um, Matt, you know, I, I don't have a weigh scale, um, but I think I've only lost maybe five pounds. Nice. Maybe eight. Um, I was expecting to lose about 20, 25 by now. 
So better, way better, man. That's really good. Oh, and it's amazing. Yeah. The terrain coming up, are we like there's a point where you gotta go over the Rockies, right? Oh yeah. So right now I'm in the doldrums of of uh, Manitoba. It is the flattest province. Um, if you looked at my you know Instagram or, or Facebook post and you see that that graph, it is flat as a pancake and it's actually really quite enjoyable right now. Yeah. But you know, then you got the rolling hills of Saskatchewan and Alberta. And then by the time that I go by my hometown of, of Calgary, Alberta, um, then you have the Canadian Rockies and that's when you really have to get to work. Um, it, you climb all day, every day. Yeah. And you go over mountain passes, Rogers pass, the Coca Hall, highway kicking horse pass. Like these are some serious, serious climbs that I don't think my car can even get over. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hitting it up. Um, <laughs> I, 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 my only worry, Joe, is that, you know, I was expecting on losing a lot of weight. So that it would be a lot easier to run up the, the climbs, but I'm still packing it on. So, oh, you know, yeah. you, you skinny, skinny guys really, really climb better. Um, <laughs> and what, what, what does a guy got to do here to lose a couple of pounds? <laughs> I think yeah. people, people would really be wondering about that question right there. We'll leave that one for everyone yeah. to contemplate on their own. Yeah. yeah. So, I do think, you know, so we're going to have, of course, multiple board days of getting to talk to you as you're working your way across Canada. I don't know, Dave, how we're going to ever find someone after these to talk to, but, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you know, like, so you got the terrain, you got the food, you're sort of working through your injuries. Is the weather heating up? How is the weather? You know, everywhere I've gone, Joe, I, ah. And I don't want, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to even say it out loud, but, but here it goes. I've brought the weather with me. Ah. You know, we, we, there's only been one hot day. And that was also the day that I fell and hit my head. Mm. And that was 33 degrees. But outside of that, they've been all very reasonable. Nice. I mean, I've, I've hit some days where it's rained all day long Yeah. or winds or whatever, but let's face it, you know, you don't want that really hot muggy weather and for whatever reason you know i know all throughout canada we had a real heat burst last year where it lasted all summer long i've had almost none of it that's awesome and so the weather gods have been treating me really good i'm i i couldn't be any happier and we know that every single person on your support team is amazing Mm -hmm. but we absolutely have loved the Matt Shepard posts and his, <laughs> his goofiness, his, that guy ever stopped smiling. I don't know. You know, you know I, I think that Matt Shepard is, you know, his, his tagline should just be, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. You know, the guy is so happy and excited and he's, you know, but the funny thing is, is nearing the end of my day today, he said, Hey Dave, do you think I could do this in, in 2030? Wow. And I said, Matt, I knew you were going to ask that because I, I, he's a student, right? He's, he's paying attention. Yeah. And I think he's going to give this a go when I'm, I can't wait to be in the front row mm -hmm. of, of helping him, you know, achieve this goal. But um, boy, you know, every time you see him, he's screaming, hooting, hollering, has something <laughs> so happy to say. He, he's, he's commenting how, you know, I, how I look so beautiful and I I'm mm -hmm. running so well. And, 
and like the guy is 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 incredible he is just so happy to be here and that's you know anybody who's listening when when it comes to crewing you got to make it about your runner and matt is making it all about me and and i love him for it i know well you know i got to crew him with you down at Big's backyard and mm-hmm. uh, just loved doing that. You know, we've hung out with Matt. We had him on the podcast. Boy, imagine if we had, you know, thousands and thousands of Matt's, we would be oh. in a better world for oh, it. Yeah. Because he's a giving guy. He's a, well, he's a performer. He's happy. He's supportive. Like just a, a blessing and glad he, has been with you during this segment for sure. Um, before we, you know, what's that? Oh, definitely, absolutely, yeah. Before we uh, let you go, you know, one of the other things that's been happening along the way is you have, and for many years now, a filmmaker who's been chronicling um, your escapades, if we want to call it that. Mm-hmm. So Vera has been with you uh, as a sort of a passion project as much as anything else Hmm. i don't know she's been trying to like scrape up her knees a bunch along the way too but um (laughs) tell us a little bit about you know the filming and vera and what she's working on because you know at some point in the future we're all going to want to watch this movie um oh absolutely so yeah so vera started filming me and my family oh two and a half years ago two and a half years ago and you know, we've been planning this run every year for the last many years. And, you know, Vera's been patient and we were supposed to do this in 2020, then 2021. And here we are now. And so, you know, Vera is a one woman wrecking crew. Um, You know, she is on a such a small budget out here, but yet she's doing the work of of three or four people. um, And she's getting... I, you know, I, I, she tells me about terabytes and tetrabytes and I, I don't know, but you know, she's been getting a phenomenal amount of, of shots and, and they're great. And drones are always over my head. And, and, you know, I'm also running through one of the most beautiful countries in the world, you know, no offense to, to America, but you know, Canada is absolutely stunning and, and you'll see it in the film. Yeah. Oh, and so, you know, but, I think that Vera is asking a lot of the questions and getting the real essence of, of what this is. And I also think that Vera is learning along the way of what this is all about and understanding my spirit and understanding, you know, what's motivating me and understanding me. And I think it's going to all come out in the storyline. Um, you know, it's, it's been an evolving storyline. Um, you know, let's face it, documentaries, you, they are evolving storylines. They're, they're yeah. you know, it's the story plays out right in front of you. And there's a lot of, of story to tell. And she's doing a phenomenal job. She's kind of a fly on the wall. You hardly ever notice that she's there. She's very quiet. And she comes and goes, um, you know, I, I got to tell you, we just did a shower scene earlier oh, no. today. Dave, yeah, but you, I know. Needed, man, come on. No, I. I'll, I'll, I'll tell your audience I was wearing underwear you know she got the top she got the feet she saw all the like the the dirt you know hitting the ground but right. she's like okay I got to get the shot and it was like I'm wearing my underwear she's like good that's that's what, we, <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear 
because it is it you know what if, yeah. if, if we would not have any viewers of no, that movie we, that we, would be no. We're keeping this thing clean. No, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Huge, huge thanks to Vera. You know, these kinds of projects, when we see the end of it, you sort of just sit there thinking about the filmmaker and the commitment they made and all the stuff you didn't see and the yeah. effort that was put in. You know what I'm <clears throat> most thrilled about? That, you know, our listeners are coming on the journey with you, David. Thank you for sharing this. This is a unique experience for any of us. You know, you usually don't get to participate along the way and get the true story mm -hmm. you know you're telling it raw i mean it's not as <laughs> this is not produced so we're so appreciative mm -hmm. of your effort of course of your sharing of this story i've talked to listeners who are just like looking forward to each week's update because this is amazing and you know we're fingers crossed spirit in your direction you know, mm. prayers from above to get you through this next 20 days um, so we could all give you both a real and a virtual hug at the end of this thing. But, mm. you know, I'm going to let you get some rest because uh, that's critical and finish your dinner and say mm. hi to the crew for me and for everyone. Can't yeah. wait to talk to you next Thursday. We're going to get Pete on and we're going to have one of the most unique stories ever. Oh. Uh, and uh, we're going to just keep doing it till the end here, my friend. And maybe at the end, we'll do a two or three instead of just once a week towards the end. We'll do quick. Oh, check so absolutely safe running tomorrow. Enjoy Manitoba. Thanks, Dave. Oh, thanks a lot, Joe. Talk to you next week. See ya.